Last week I met Barry, and Barry had had a vision of a woman that was uh, needing prayer and uh, that was being really attacked from the enemy. And, and, and the way you described to David and Debbie Halcombe that I uh, felt like there was something on the left side of her body that she was dealing with, and they said, well, that's got to be Cindy Watson. And so, so he came over, her, him and David came over on Saturday morning, and I think as soon as you saw Cindy, because you had a vision of this woman, and you said, that, you're the one, you're the one. And so we had a great morning together praying over Cindy and, and just uh, one of the many prayers that have been prayed over uh, my precious wife and just seeing the healing being manifested every day, every day, every day. And uh, so Barry was with us, and uh, I just instantly connected with this gentleman here, and he travels all over the place. He's from Thomasville, Georgia, but he's, uh, he's been a pastor, but he travels now and just brings the, the Word of God and brings the presence and the anointing of God wherever he goes. And so this is Barry's very first time with us. So we are thrilled to have you, my friend. We will be receiving a love offering for this gentleman, and so um, be thinking about that, praying, what, God, what should I do? Uh, if you brought some extra checks, you can write it out to Harvest Renewal Church. If not, you can always go on our giving page on our website, and under guest speaker, you can give that way, and we'll, we will get everything to this man. We'll get at least $20 to you, buddy, at least, you know. So uh, let's all stand up for a minute. And let's welcome Barry Perez with us this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. I started to say, keep standing, but... (laughs) What a meeting we had. Was in March. Yeah, and and a little more to the story. Uh, on occasions, the Lord will allow me to see someone in a vision, and uh, I may see him later that day, the next week, a year. Uh, at one point, I saw a man in a vision, and nine years later, I saw him. The, the face keeps coming up, and uh, I really believe the Lord is wanting to release to his body an awareness, a continual awareness that uh, he's always moving. He always has something to say, and uh, we need to be able to lean back into him Listen, look to him, learn from him, and let him lead the whole way. A lot of L's there, right? (laughs) It's because he's a great big Lord. Amen. That day I was in Prince George uh, just lying before the Lord. I had the vision as Pastor Doug mentioned, and I heard... Uh, very clearly, in fact, I opened my eyes, I heard heavy breathing. And I also heard a woman that I saw say, I receive. 
I receive whatever you have. She was speaking to the Lord. That's exactly what uh, Cindy said when Doug and David Holcomb and I breathed on her multiple times to join all the prayers that you have been praying for months. You see, miracles are instantaneous. Healings oftentimes are a process. We walk in a place, presence. All about your presence, Lord. Jesus said this twice in John chapter 5. He said, I can do nothing from myself. Son of God without sin, yet filled with the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit. The Spirit of God so filled him and rested upon him without measure, without limitation. You see, that's God's will for us, to walk in a place where his presence within emanates without. Just like uh, that which is called a shadow from Peter. The only other two places that word skiads is found is when the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. And where Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration stood and watched and listened as Elijah and Moses spoke to the Lord Jesus of those things that were to come that he was going to go through. And it says the cloud. The cloud is not a thing or an it. It's the presence of Ruach HaKadosh, Holy Spirit. Those are the three places. You see, the, 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 the idea behind that word of shadow, outshining, there's an interception. We think of maybe football intercepting a pass. Well, we intercept the presence of Holy Spirit who is in us because there's agreement And there's a flow of his life. During, during worship, as, as, as I joined in, what wonderful worship. Oh, this, this, this is a place where he is so welcomed and honored that he moves powerfully. And I was here a year ago also. <laughs> Been ministering in Chester and... Uh, uh, with, with Brian Britton in, in Richmond, which I was there just a couple months ago again. Uh, went up to Earlysville. That's a little place. Uh, Doug said it's not Latesville. <laughs> Outside of Charlottesville. But I was in a service here a little over a year ago, and I was just so ministered to. Not that, you know, I go to get ministry, I want to give ministry, but I was just, just uh, 
so blessed being here. Uh, this is a powerful place. Do you know something? You're the place. Did you know that? You're the place. Our brothers shared the scripture uh, this morning. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Also believe in me, Jesus said, for in my father's house. One translation says mansions, and there are places for us when we step over. But also the alternate uh, translation is dwelling places. See, Father has a house, and it's not a temple in Jerusalem. I love Jerusalem. I believe God's doing a wonderful work there. I go again next month. I was there in January. (laughs) And I love Israel and the Jewish people. And whether a third temple will be rebuilt or not, don't put all your belief system on that, okay? Now, I don't, I don't embrace a replacement theology that God's through with the Jew, okay? Or that Israel has no significance. We're the house. We're the house. And in my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. And if it were not so, would I have told you? And I'll come again. He's not talking about the second coming there, although he is going to come again. For where I am, there will you be also. You see, the I am is in his places. You know, in Deuteronomy, uh, the Lord is preparing his people to go into the land. We see this in the 10th chapter. Twice he mentions in that 10th chapter. He says, there is a place where my name will dwell. And yes, the, uh, the tabernacle would eventually find its resting place at Shiloh or in the Hebrew Shiloh. But you remember the time came when the ark and the glory departed. Well, the ark finally came to Abinadab's David tried to bring the presence of the Ark of the Covenant up to Jerusalem the first time, failed. See, an ox cart wouldn't do. The priests put their shoulders underneath the poles that went through the golden rings, and they walked like this. You you could not manipulate God's glory. But they had to walk, bearing the presence. It's a beautiful reality there. And when they successfully brought the ark up, David pitched a tent in his backyard. Remember that? Mount Zion is where David lived. Called the Tabernacle of David. And the ark was in Dave's backyard. This is why I said I love 
the place of your presence where your glory dwells. Remember? A place where my name will dwell. Abide, remain, continue. 24-7. And didn't they have worship 24-7 in David's backyard? 2 Samuel 7.18 says, David went in and sat before the Lord. And he's not the high priest. You see, he loved the presence. The place where your glory dwells. When it talks about, you know, the secret place and, and dwelling in the secret place, there's our word again, dwell. Under the shadow. The shadow. You know, a, a shadow was cast and the Lord doesn't have wings. But the cherub, cherubim, plural, wings over the ark. I can see David prostrating himself at the foot of the ark, worshiping in the secret place of the Most High, dwelling there. Doesn't he talk about that? The person says, I love your presence. The place where your glory dwells. You see, when, when, when Solomon was constructing the temple, where his name would dwell. They didn't put transliterated the Hebrew letters that would translate into English YHWH over the lintel of the temple. What he was saying was, my name, my nature, my presence, my character will dwell there. And Solomon had enough wisdom to, to say, this house or this temple which I've built cannot contain your name or your presence. You see, we're called by his name. We wear his presence. His presence is within us. We carry his glory very humbly. You know, all these wonderful moons that we've had over the last couple years, the blood moon and the blue moon, and the blue moon. <laughs> Got to be careful here. Blue, the, the moon has no light of its own, but reflects the sun. Yeah. Yeah. In my father's house. House is a house of prayer. We walk in communion with him. Now, I mean, you've already had a great Father's Day message. I mean, amazing. But you know, I was inundated with good, good Father. God is good. And didn't he tell Moses, when all my glory passes by, 
He also said in that context, all my goodness will pass by. And he said, I'll proclaim my name. Do you remember that? Merciful. Long-suffering. Long-suffering has to do with people. Patience has to do with circumstances, situations, and problems, but we need long-suffering. And you know something? In the 33rd chapter of Exodus, when his goodness and his glory, one and the same, goodness and glory, pass by, the Lord speaks his name twice. And in the English, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, right? You know something? When the rabbi comes to the name, he doesn't dare try to pronounce the name. Do you know that? But the rabbi says, Adonai, interpreted master or Lord, but never wanting to say the name in vain. Listen to this because you can only breathe it. The breath that I heard God breathing, the breath that we sang about this morning, you're our breath. You're our air. The name can only be breathed. Do you know the first time we find the name, and there's about 6,000 times in the Old Testament, is Genesis 2.5. Let us make man in our image. That's not the verse. But when it comes to man, didn't our good, good father say, let there be light? And light and life, listen, his name, listen to his name, self-existent one. You know something? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, patriarchs. This is what the Lord says to Moses In the sixth chapter of Exodus, he says, They did not know me by Yahweh. They knew me as God Almighty. And Abraham was called a friend of God. See, when God spoke his name twice to Moses, I believe he breathed on him. And there was an impartation of his nature, his character, his goodness, his mercy, his long-suffering, his compassion. And every day of creation, you like how I go back and forth? I'm OCD. (laughs) Organized, complete, and determined. 
No compulsion about it. Every day of creation, what did the Lord say? Except when he came to man, the capstone, the consummation of creation. What did the Lord say the first five days? It's good. Good, good father. Every good and perfect gift come from above, from the father of lights. Self-existent one, yes. But the presence of the source of life and light in us, around us, dwelling in us. And then he made man where we find the name. But you know something? In the seventh verse of Genesis chapter 2, it says he breathed on the man. He breathed into the man. And he became a living being, being, being. You see, I am who I am who I am is always being. He is being yesterday. He is being today. And he is being tomorrow. That means he's in your next week. Right now. I want to tell you, if we let the Lord get a hold of us there, we'll never be anxious again. Because we'll meditate on who he really is. He's in our next year. And I want to tell you, the one that goes before us says, I can handle anything that comes up against you. If you just lean on me, trust me. We've got to have the same attitude that Jesus had. I can do nothing from myself. Now, I want to tell you, that smacks against what you'll hear at commencement exercises. You can do anything that you set your mind to. (laughs) Well. I'm not wanting to wad up your self-confidence and throw it. Yes, I am. We need God confidence. We can only do all things through the Christ, the anointed one, who fuses his strength to us. Don't turn me off, but I had two cups of coffee this morning. It was early in Earliesville. You know, last night I got it ready. I got that water, and thankfully in Earliesville it was colorless, odorless, really tasteless, although I drank a lot of water. Poured that in the coffee maker. Do you, you do that too? And took, the, took the little uh, paper filter, and just, I like it strong. But you know something? The water was the water. The coffee was the coffee. But boy, when I turned it on this morning, I heard the noise. And I knew that the water was getting hot. And then began to drip into the ground up coffee. Now look, don't turn me off because you don't drink coffee, okay? Just, Just listen. You might get something out of this. You see, what happened is... The water passed through the coffee and took on all the strength, took on the color, took on the flavor, but the coffee was still in the basket. You see, I can do nothing for myself. 
But when I'm weak, then I'm strong. For the power of the Christ rests on me. Didn't Paul say that? 2 Corinthians chapter 12, I can do nothing from myself, says Jesus. But I can do all things through the Christ. Why? Because the I am is in you. The I am is in me. Our brother, you quoted it, Galatians 2.20. I I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but who? The Christ. The I am lives in me. And the life I now live in this body, in this flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's why Paul says multiple times, I die daily. I die daily. You know, I believe the tree of knowledge of good and evil was the tree of me, my, and I. That's what's got to get out of the way, the I, the me, and the my. That's why I say I want God confidence. Because through him, we can do all things, right? Because of his strength. Yes. The I am who I am. Man became a living being when God breathed his DNA. Get this. His DNA into him. Became a living being. 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 You don't think you're ever going to die, do you? Oh, your body will quit at some point or you'll be caught up. (laughs) But you're going to keep on going. Because you are eternal. And I'm eternal, see. Oh, the he is. Lord, it's all about you. You know, in in, in Malachi 3 and 4, it says those that fear his name. (laughs) There's a book with your name in it. Those that speak to one another and fear the Lord. You're in a book. But you know what? It also says those that meditate on his name. Now, we've been given a name that's above every name. Yahshua. Nothing wrong with Lord Jesus <laughs> Right? Jesus. I say Jesus a lot. I breathe Jesus a lot. But I want to tell you something. We need to recognize the life that we have in us. And we'll change the way we think. We won't try to get him way up there to come down here. Because we'll walk with a realization Greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. We won't say, Lord, come. If we do say, Lord, come, we're saying, Lord, manifest your presence in our midst. Manifest, Lord, your presence in me and through me. And when you walk into the room, you walk in humbly because he walks in with you. And darkness trembles. And demons fear and tremble. Do you know the scripture? Uh, The God of peace 
Think about this a minute. Romans 16. We'll crush Satan under our feet. It almost sounds like a contradiction. Crush in peace. Well. No. When you walk in shalom. You walk in calm. You walk in still. Now, there may be a time where the Lord says, stomp your feet, okay? Jump up and down. Do a cartwheel. Stand on your head, okay? But just think about it. He's saying, wherever you walk, my name, my presence, my goodness, my mercy, my compassion. Let me, let me just mess you up a minute here, okay? Is that all right? I love mean people. Oh, yeah. I love bad people. Because you said it. Good, good father displayed his good, good, good in here. His great love in here. And therefore, I can love bad people and mean people because I'm willing to admit it. I was probably a bad person at one time. Thank you. I heard that one amen. Listen, you don't have to pump me up with your amens, okay? Just please. Thank you for your amen, though. He is in us to will and to work his good pleasure. And you know what? Ezekiel says, Father does not take delight in the death of an evil person. Is that Bible? Does anybody remember that in there somewhere? So you know what? I want to say move over, Stephen. Remember Steve? In? Yeah. Yeah. He's being stoned. And you know, he's described as full of faith, power, and did signs, miracles, and wonders. That's how he's described. And what is his job description? What's like the people that met me were so friendly this morning? They didn't know me, you know, from whatever. I mean, they didn't say, what a good-looking guy he is. Although I was best looking in high school. I was homeschooled. Look at the picture on the back. You'll see why my wife was best looking. I mean, she's really hot. We'll be married 52 years November 10th. And Pastor Doug said to me, you were a little blue on Facebook yesterday. I, whenever it comes time to leave her, I, I get a little homesick before I go, and she's right there. <laughs> and our kids live in Maryland and, and, and Indiana and Texas. I got, we got 11 grands and three greats, and, you know, I get a little blue sometimes. All right. But you know what I've got to do? Reset. Reboot. For you old-timers, recalibrate. 
Whatever that means, recalibrate. Why do you have to reset? Because sometimes something will rise up. Has anybody experienced that? Some, maybe a problem, maybe a situation, a circumstance will rise up, and you've got to reset. Took me about 45 minutes to reset. Took a little walk, got in the shower, started bawling like a baby. Been two and a half years since I've seen our oldest daughter and family. I just, you know, you know. Okay. We're going next month, though. Come on. Reset and get perspective. Why the I am is in you. Don't you have to pull back sometimes? How about regularly? Lord gave me a word in January when I was in Israel. It was by the Sea of Galilee. And, and uh, there's order in the chaos. There's always order in the chaos. No matter how difficult it may, pull back and get perspective. Early church did. Peter and John had their hands slapped. Threatened and threatened violently. And then warned not to use the name. You know what? They went back and they, got, they had a prayer meeting. You've got to get perspective, saints. You got the I am in here. You're the place. You're the place. That's what Jesus is saying. You're the place. Now who who has a need for healing because of migraine headaches? Who is that? Stand up right now. Right now. It's not a bad confession. Just where you're at. It's reality. Okay, I want a couple of you just to... Join around our brother there. Now, somebody on the left side of their brain, the left side of the brain, you need healing. I want you to stand up. The left side of the brain. There's a pain there. There's a pain on the left side. Is that you, dear brother? All right, I want a few of you to go around our brother. You say, how do you know? Because I can feel it in my body. That's why. Jesus is touched with the feelings of our infirmities, right? The woman with the issue of blood felt something happen in her body. The issue of blood dried up. Also, there's a woman you need healing because your ovaries have dysfunction. Might be a cyst. I want you to stand up. Ovaries, you need healing. You need that overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. Who is that? Who is that? Come on. All right. Not going to belabor it. What's going on with our dear sister back there, brother? Left side. I want a couple of you. I, I want a couple of you to minister there. Now I'm going to tell you something. The healing power of the Lord is flowing here. The healing virtue of the Lord is flowing here. Also, there's someone with your renal system. Your renal system that involves the kidneys, the bladder, the urethra tube, the renal tubes. Say, how do you know? I, I can't tell you how I know, but trust me. All right, if that's you, who is that you, dear brother? Come on, is that you? Come on, gather around our brother here. Listen, we're the body of Christ here. We're the body of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. Anointing is Holy Spirit. In you, through you, command those migraine headaches to cease and desist in Jesus' name. Healing flowing in the left side of the brain right now. Healing flowing and migraine headaches bow on bended knee by the authority of Jesus' name because the great I am is in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, kidney stone dissolve. Propensity for kidney stones to emerge. Bow on bended knee right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power flowing in the house. Yes, Lord Jesus. Cataracts melting right now. If that's you, lift your hand and say, I take it, it's mine. I take it, it's mine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. Healing is flowing through your hands because the good hand of God is stretched out. And your hand is in agreement with him. Where two or three agree, I am, I am, in your midst. Thank you for your healing power, Lord, flowing all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. Yes, for that respiratory condition, just breathe in his name right now. A little child was healed of asthma last week. I got got a message from the from the parent. In New York, three meetings in New York, one in Connecticut, four in Vermont. Healing flowing in the house. Lord, you're our healer. You're our healer. Why? God is good. Just look at the goodness of God a moment. Isn't he merciful? Isn't he gracious? Isn't he compassionate? Thank you, Jesus. Healing power of the Lord in the house. You're the place in the house. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yes, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. Sickness, infirmity, disease, bowing on bended knee right now, all the way, all the way. Kingdom of God is here because the king is here. The king is here. We declare the kingdom of God, the reign and rule of Jesus, the plans and purposes of Jesus, the will and the work of Jesus. Hallelujah. Kingdom come is a command. It's in the imperative voice or mood. Kingdom come. Kingdom come. And when the collision of the kingdom 
where the kingdoms of this world happen, the kingdoms of this world bow on bended knee. We have a king. And we're called kings and priests, joint heirs, heirs of God. Our Abba's a good, good, good father. A good, 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 good father. Abba. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, there's something else. I can feel it. It's, it's in the digestive tract. Who are you? Stand up. Digestive tract. Yes. I want to tell you, my wife had diverticulitis. They were talking about sectioning her, her, her colon. Just stretch our hands out toward these sisters. Some of you go to them. Come on now. We've got some time here. If it's your need, you'll stay here all day, won't you, if it's your need? Absolutely. I'm not, you know, I know the, you know, the, come on, just in part right now. Healing flowing from the esophagus. Go ahead, just touch that esophagus up there, dear sister. Somebody put your hand on uh, our sister's esophagus. Yes, flowing right now. Yes, even now for those that have reflux. That's you, isn't it, brother? Reach back there to our brother. I can feel it right now. Reflux, that acid buildup. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be neutralized because of the presence of God, neutralizing that acid reflux, reversal, breakthrough, turn around in the, in the name of Jesus. Yes, all the way down into the stomach, all the way down into the colon, ascending and descending colon. Yes. All right, here's a word going to bother some of you. God's healing somebody of a hemorrhoid right now. Just say, I, you know, hey, I take that. I, Outer Banks back in March, a lady had hemorrhoids. A nurse, 41 years. She said, can I have a, she's not here, okay, I'm not embarrassing. She said, can I have a word, her husband said, can I have a word, can we have a word with you? Took me in the other room. She said, I'm, a, I'm an RN, oncology nurse, 41 years. I've had hemorrhoids. I'm going to tell you, they're drying up right now. Hemorrhoids. I said, that itchy, burning feeling, you know what? She said, they never itched till you said itch. I had them for 41 years. I said, how do you know? She looked at me and said, I'm a nurse. I went into the bathroom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hemorrhoids shriveling. Amen? Hallelujah. Don't... I've got other words, too. I wish I could tell you. I can't. I... Healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. Down in the intestines. Down in the intestines right now. Healing. Thank you, Jesus. And there goes that hemorrhoid. There it goes. Going, 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 gone. Out of the park. It's a grand slam. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We honor you. Lord, because we can do nothing on our own initiative. Nothing. Nothing. You know, the Lord says do justly, doesn't he? Love mercy and walk humbly with our God, knowing who he is. 
and knowing that every person has value. I don't care if it's the person out on the street corner with a sign, you know. Stephen, when he's being stoned, remember you thought I forgot that. He said, don't count this sin to their charge. Jesus stood up. Because it's the same thing Jesus prayed when he hung on the tree. Now be honest enough, if you, if you can be, just say, I want to be there, but I'm not there. I want to be there. Okay. Say, I want to be there. And you know what? A desire sets a tree of life. You'll be there. I, look, I know about abuse. I know about betrayal. And I know about hurt. But we've got to come to that place. Because our brother said it. If we're going to love, it's based on the Father's love. If we're going to forgive, it's based on the Father's forgiveness. And you just say, I want to be there. He'll take you there. He'll take you there. And you'll love mean people. You'll love bad people. I know that bothers some of you, but look, you need to get over it. You need to, because it's our Lord. The I am, who I am, is in here. And boy, I'll tell you, when we walk in that kind of agreement, walking humbly with God, demons will tear and tremble. Attention is not a deficit. I said that on purpose. The thing before that, it's like livers of riving water. I mean, <laughs> amen. I've got a proverb. The mind can only absorb what the seat can endure. I know you're hungry, aren't you? Hallelujah. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You say you feel in your body. What's that all about? I'll tell you. Hebrews, it says, to exercise your senses. After it talks about, you know... Moving on from the foundational principles. Remember baptisms, laying on of hands, resurrection. Move on. It's not that we ever, you know, negate repentance. I want a spirit of repentance. The goodness of God leads us to change the way I think. Love mean people. Love bad people. When you really embrace the goodness of God and you let the goodness of God embrace us, you'll love bad people. You'll be quick to forgive, slow to anger. That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Slow to anger? Well, God, I'm Latin. Get over it. My last name's Perez, okay? It's not a justification to have, be a hothead. Anyway, Perez is from Judah. You do know that, don't you? Thank you. It means break out. I broke out of a spirit of rejection. Not going there anymore. 
broke out of the fear of man, not going there anymore. Going to love mean people, bad people. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord's so good, isn't he? Good, good Father. Father, thank you for this day, Lord, that our identity is in you. That in all these things, we're more than conquerors through you. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ. Nothing. Nothing. Thank you, dear Lord. I want to be available to pray for those that need prayer. What happens so often is when the Lord allows me to feel things in my body or see visions or hear words. I, I wish we had more time. I was worshiping in Las Vegas when I was ministering. That's where I go to minister. Well, yeah, we have tremendous. I was there twice last year, once this year already. A lot of, yeah, a lot of hungry people there. Amen, I heard that. And you want to you want to know the word I heard? Apricot. I don't eat apricots, but I've wanted to hear, wanted to see, wanted to touch, wanted to smell, wanted to taste. I, I can smell demons sometimes. What was apricot all about? Well, I asked the Lord, "What what is apricot?" He said, April got caught. That night in the meeting, I said, is there an April here? The lady raises her hand. I'm walking up to where she is. And I feel my right ankle just pulsating. And I said, you're April. I said, did God catch you? She, she said, yes. She said, I was on a motorcycle wreck and I fell off. Wow. And I crushed my ankle, and God caught me through it. And I said, well, let's just see what the Lord will do. <laughs> you know, the power of God went down her leg into her ankle. She said, it doesn't hurt. I can move it. I'm not a healer. I played football in college, and, and you know, I don't need to go into all that. I was not well back then. But I have teammates that say, what happened to you, Barry? What, are you a faith healer? And I said, no, I've got faith in the healer. Faith in the healer. And April got caught, and she got healed that night because of the great good, good father who will. Didn't the leper say, if you will, you can heal? Remember that? If you, what did Jesus say? Well, he said, I will. Didn't the centurion come and say, my, 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 my servant? What did Jesus say? Does anybody remember? He said, I will come. He said, just say the word. I'm not worthy that you come into my house. I will. I will. And I understand the healing processes, but just believe that it's continuing.
It's continuing. It's unfolding, right? Huh? Yeah. Ask, seek, and knock is ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask. You know that? Yeah. You probably never ask the second or the 15th time like you did the first time. But you see, the Lord might show you things in the asking, 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 seeking, 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 knocking, 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 knocking. Because he's not a big soda machine. You know, you go in and you put the money in, push your button. I think I'll take a Pepsi. Okay, Coke. Gimme, gimme, gimme. My name's Jimmy. I'll take all you can gimme, right? This is drive-through, isn't it? Sure it is. It nuke and eat it. Man, I want it yesterday. Because it's a me generation. Okay, I'm done. I'm allowed seven I'm dones. No, I really am done. But he's not. He's not. He's not. And so often the words of knowledge will just create in people, Lord, I believe I'm going to draw near to you. Because you said you draw near. But he's in us. Lord, rise up. Have your way. Before Pastor Doug receives the offering, is anybody here not sure about whether you're going to heaven or not? You know, the scripture says that the Holy Spirit will bear witness with our spirit. That we are children of God. No maybes, no ifs about it. But if you're not sure, let's let's deal with that right now. Anybody? You're not sure? Brother, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody else? Honest enough to say, I'm just not sure. You're here because God is sure about you, dear brother. Lord, thank you that we can know that you feel that, don't you? That's the love of God insulating you right now. It's everlasting love. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures. Thank you, Lord, that you bear witness with our brother right now in his spirit that he's the son of God. That all of his sins have been washed away because when you hung on the cross, you hung for him, you hung for us, and you took it all. And Lord, we can't do anything to just make it barely under that limbo stick in heaven, Lord, hoping that the, the, the balance is tilted our way, that we did enough stuff. God's even doing a work right, right in here, a healing work. You feel that? Yeah, you do feel it, don't you? I can feel it right now. Because the Lord allows us to be touched with the feelings of infirmities. He's bearing witness to you that you're being healed right there, right now. That a healing is flowing right there. You're a son of God, aren't you? And your home is in heaven, isn't it? Yes. I don't know why I cry like that. Have to, I have to be careful how I say this, okay? Started several years ago. I said to my, my bride, Jan, I said, Honey, I think I'm becoming a woman. Don't misinterpret that. Don't misinterpret that, okay? I would be the ugliest woman you ever saw. 
can take that. I can take it. Don't feel bad for me. <laughs> what I meant was I get emotional because Jesus is moved with compassion. You know, he, he wept over Jerusalem, didn't he? Wept at the tomb of Lazarus because people were helpless and hopeless. Even Mary, the one who sat at his feet, said, Lord, if you were just here. And he wept. Because sometimes we get hopeless and helpless. He's our hope. Amen. Just open your hands. Lord, we thank you that you're in us to will and to work your good pleasure. We live and move and have our being in you, Lord. You're our life. Lord, you're the source of the presence of life and light in us, just like the Lord Jesus. In him is light, and his light, the life of all men. Lord, we're the place. And Lord, we want to just ask you to help us, Holy Spirit, dear Lord. Remind us. Bring to our remembrance, Lord. We can do nothing from ourselves, but all things through you, through the Christ, through the anointed one, who dwells in our hearts by faith. Same power that raised you from the dead, Lord Jesus, dwelling in our mortal bodies, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I ask that you help us, Lord, to have a heightening in our senses, Lord, so that we can see people in the grocery stores and airplanes and airports, Lord, and be sensitive to where they're hurting and what they're going through, Lord. We can take it, Lord, from outside this wonderful building, Lord, to the, to the streets, from the seats to the streets, Lord. Thank you for a fresh anointing today. We honor you and we exalt you, Lord. Let every... Like Rodney Howard Brown used to say, let every man be brought low. Let Jesus of Nazareth, only Jesus of Nazareth, be lifted up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to be uh, available to pray for anybody that needs prayer. And uh, Pastor Doug, thank you, dear brother, for letting me be here with you. Amen. Amen.